Hello, everybody. Today is December 7th, 2019. My name is Fernando Mendez, your host of the Padres Mission Podcast. Now, why do we call this the Padres Mission Podcast, you may ask? Well, the home of any Padre is a mission. And this right here is your mission for San Diego Padres news, opinions, and what's supposed to be breaking news. Now, this Tommy Pham trade uh, was a little delayed on my part. I mean, it was officially announced yesterday, but I mean, it's kind of been on the news for two days. I wanted to wait till it was official. And then yesterday when it became official, I was working. I was super busy. Uh, my kiddo had his Christmas program. So uh, I want to apologize out of my end for not being able to put out a podcast sooner. But the time has finally come. Now, I'm sure all of you guys have heard about this trade by now. But this trade will be sending Tommy Pham to the San Diego Padres and uh, two-way prospect Jake Cronsworth from the Tampa Bay Rays. And the Tampa Bay Rays will be getting Hunter Renfro and Xavier Edwards. Now, I have no idea why people are so bummed out about this trade. I mean, people are angry, and I don't really know why. I don't get it. People are like, oh, first Luis Lurias, which I understand. And now Hunter Renfro? I understand Luis Lurias. Okay, I get it. People are upset. You know, he is a highly touted prospect. But Hunter Renfro? Hunter Renfro? Seriously, guys. Be honest. Is Hunter Renfro a amazing baseball player? Does Hunter Renfro get you to that next level? Has Hunter Renfro made us a playoff? Has Hunter Renfro made us a 500 team? Has Hunter Renfro made a name for himself? Has Hunter Renfro ever looked at an all-star game ballot? How many actual all-star game votes has Hunter Renfro gotten? I'm not talking about people voting for him because, oh, he's a Padre. I'm going to vote for all Padre. How many all-star game votes has Hunter Renfro actually gotten? I understand that in today's day and age, batting averages and everything. But... In 2017, which was his first full season as a Padre, he batted 231. Bad. In 2018, he batted 248. Okay, there you go. I'll give you that. That's not bad. 2019, 216. Mediocre. Mediocre. Mediocre at best. I mean, I think the word mediocre might even be a little insulting. 216? 216? I get it. Yeah, 33 home runs. That's all fine and dandy. 33 home runs. Cool. I'll give that to you. But people, we live in a day and age where anybody can really get home runs. Hunter Renfro isn't your only power bat. You have somebody named Manny Machado. Oh, you have somebody else named Eric Hosmer. Oh, we have Fernando Tatis Jr. Have you ever heard of her? Fernando Tatis Jr., never heard of a... Yeah, no. These are all guys who can mash. 
You want to know why they traded Fran Mill Reyes? Because it was the right thing to do. The only thing Fran Mill Reyes was ever really going to do was just hit for power. That's the same thing with Hunter Renfro, people. I really don't think Hunter Renfro was amazing. I've been to more Padres games where Hunter Renfro cost us a game than Hunter Renfro helped us. Yeah, okay, did he hit some walk-off home runs here and there? Yeah, okay, that's great. There's that, uh, his probably most po- most famous walk-off, if you can say famous, home run. Was that walk-off uh, Grand Slam, I believe it was, uh, when he was wearing the, uh, the uh, Sunday camo for the military? All right, I'll give you that one. You know, I understand people being upset about his power being gone. But the best that Hunter Renfro is ever going to mount to is being Adam Dunn. That's it. That's it, people. That is all that he will ever amount to at the mountaintop. I was a big fan of Adam Dunn, too. In Adam Dunn's career... He had 17.4 was his war. I mean, let's be honest, that's not amazing for an entire career. He had 6,883 at-bats, only 1,637 hits, 462 home runs, and a 237 batting average. I mean, those numbers are a lot more decent than I expected. I mean, I always knew Adam Dunn was a big home run hitter. But that 237 batting average is a lot more decent than I remembered. Uh, I certainly remember that um, his defense was pretty stub par. You know, so I don't, I don't exactly know what you guys want here, people. Now, let's talk a little bit about Tommy Pham for those of you guys who haven't done any research and are just sitting here like, oh. <laughs> Hunter Renfro, he's gone. Yeah, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Anyway, Tommy Pham. 2019, he had a war of 3.7. That alone almost got you four wins if you're the Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa, Ray, the Tampa Bay Rays, for those of you guys who don't follow them too closely, are very similar to the Oakland Athletics. <clears throat> if you haven't gotten a, a chance to see Moneyball yet, I highly recommend it. It's a great movie. And it kind of talks about how teams in smaller markets uh, use analytics to compete instead of using money. Yeah, Padres, we, we should try that sometimes. I get it. They've tried doing that with prospects. But, you know, but we can talk a little bit about that in a second. Uh, so 3.7 war. Tommy Pham, uh, 567 at-bats, so obviously a full season's worth. 155 hits. That's incredible. That's great. 21 home runs. 273 batting average. 273 batting average. 68 RBIs. Not amazing, but I'm pretty sure he's a leadoff hitter most of the year, if not pretty high in that lineup. 25 stolen bases. Has Hunter Renfro, can Hunter Renfro even spell 25 stolen bases? That entire phrase out? 25 stolen bases is incredible. In, in today's day and age, Ricky Henderson would laugh. Somewhere out there, Ricky Henderson's just sitting there, just out of nowhere, his chest is hurting. Hopefully not. I, I hope. Hopefully no heart attacks for Ricky. Uh, Ricky's an awesome baseball player, but you guys understand what I'm saying. 
369 on base percentage is to die for. In the la- I think I saw a stat that in the last three or four years, he has the fourth best on base percentage in baseball. Behind, uh, you know, some guys like Mike Trout. People like that. So what's the problem here? Oh, uh, and I think I saw somewhere that he had a zero errors last year. Can I find that? Let's see. Errors. In his entire career, he has six errors. Just out of curiosity, should we even see? I mean, you know what? I don't remember. I mean, does he even have errors? Does he even try? He has 21 errors in his entire career. There's no way I read that right. I read that right. 21 errors. Are you? How is this even a discussion, people? How is this even a discussion? How are people even mildly disappointed about this? 21 errors. Six errors. Tommy Pham, six errors. 21 errors for Hunter Renfro. I mean... You guys know I'm trying to not be the person to bash people. I mean, I did the quote-unquote episode where we, you know, air quotes, talk about the biggest busts in Padres history. I don't like saying that because I don't like insulting people like that because we don't know their stories. We don't know their situation. Look at somebody like Matt Antonelli, amazing human being, great guy, great YouTube channel. Check him out. But the injury bug. He can't control that. That has nothing to do with people's passion. And a lot of people just kind of assume it does. So I'm not here to bash people. <clears throat> but I mean, I really don't get it with Hunter Renfro. Where's the love affair? I remember I went to a game against the Marlins. It might have been about two years ago. <clears throat> it was the beginning part of the season. So we were still very, very early on in the season. Um, I think we were in extra innings, if not going toward extra innings. And there was, it was still a tie game. Actually, it must have been way more than two years ago. I think Stanton might have still been on the Marlins. Anyway, that's not the point. So, um, balls hit in the right field gap. Renfro literally jogs over there, not runs. Keep in mind, I mean, this is still a tie game and I'm pretty sure extra innings. Hit in the uh, right in the uh, little alley over there near the foul pole where the Petco porches jogs over, gets the ball, fumbles the ball, makes one of the worst throws possible to third base. Now the guy's always had a decent arm. I will give him that. His arm's fine, but everything else, pretty subpar. His contact, obviously very subpar. Two thirty-five batting average. Wait, wait. Where does that put all that? Adam Adam Dunn is 237. Oh, my goodness. Wow. (laughs) Maybe I was right on with that prediction. I mean, I don't think Hunter Renfro is ever going to get a 400 home runs. But, I mean, hey, for him, hopefully he does. Uh, Let's see. Hunter Renfro's 2020. What's it supposed to look like? So he's 28 this year, which is old. I mean, Tommy Pham is 32, granted, but Hunter Renfro is 28. So, I mean, in theory, I guess he is getting into the prime of his career. But, I mean, it's a lot older than I expected Hunter Renfro to be. 
So in 444 at-bats, they're expecting him to have 104 hits. Not very good. 29 home runs. So they're expecting his home runs to decrease just a little bit. 67 RBI. So he's expected to virtually drive in nobody. With 29 home runs, you should be driving in more than 67 people. You just should. Especially if you're a power hitter. You should be able to drive him in the gaps more than that. Hey, hey four stolen bases. They're expecting him to, uh, to move up in the world there. Expecting him to strike out 130 times. I know we don't bring up that strikeout number, but for a power hitter, you obviously have to. He's expected to have a batting average of 234 and an on-base percentage of 298. There you go, Hunter. You're flirting with 300. You might get on base three out of ten times. Good job. So, there you go. Oh, he actually had five stolen bases last year, so... Uh, that's my mistake. I'm always first line to admit when I was wrong. So that tease was completely wrong. Okay. Um, Tommy Pham. What's he projected to do in 2020? So this is his age 32 team. Or, or <laughs> age 32 season. Now you can tell I'm recording this right off the dome, right? Okay. 505 at-bats. 138 hits. If we're just going off of projections, there you go. You're upgrading. 22 home runs. That is not much of a drop-off from the 29 that this power hitter, Hunter Renfro, was expected to get you. 22? I mean, that's really not much of a downgrade. 68 RBIs. It's still projected to be more than Hunter Renfro's 67. I, I be, I'll be it by one. But still, I think Tommy Pham is going to drive in a lot more runs than Hunter Renfro would have. Tommy Fan's probably going to be your leadoff hitter. Maybe pro far, but we'll see. 18 stolen bases. Pretty good. I mean, you know, league average is that's what I expect people should be getting. He's expected to get caught stealing five, so hopefully that's not true, and hopefully he can get that number to the 20s. He's also expected to strike out 130 times, so maybe that's something to be concerned about. Perhaps. I don't think anybody should be striking out that many times. Batting average, 273. I Personally, I think that's a little low. Considering his career batting average has been, you know, uh, it's 277 is his career batting average. So, personally, I would expect it to be a little closer to the 280s. Especially if you can have a guy like uh, El Nino behind him. A little higher in the lineup, just because these are going to be two guys who are really, really, really going to get things started. You know, I kind of like the idea of Fam leading off El Nino number two, maybe Profar number three, and then fourth. You know, that's up for debate. You know, maybe Manny Machado and then Eric Cosmer. Not bad, not bad. Uh, his on-base percentage is supposed to be 365. Now, that is what's really going to set him apart. Can you guys imagine a world where somebody gets on 35% of the time? Getting on base 35% of the time. That is insane. I mean, are you guys... Be honest with yourself. Are you really going to miss Hunter Renfro's 289 on-base percentage from last season? Let's be honest. Kind of leaves you to be desired. You know, I mean, even Adam Dunn had an on-base percentage of 364 for his career. You know, if you're going to be a power hitter, 
That's fine. Be a power hitter. Be a power hitter. Scare people so you get on base. Hit home runs. Drive in runs. I understand if there is any part of the trade that I think that the Padres might regret, it certainly, certainly won't be Hunter Renfro. It would be Xavier Woods. Now, Xavier Woods was, I mean, from what I can see here, very, very good. So uh, he's been in the minors for, what, uh, two full seasons? His career minor league batting average is 328 in 662 games. Or sorry, 662 had bats. He only had 168 games. So, I mean, that's a fairly decent sample size. Between between, uh, single A's, rookie ball... 328, I mean, that's not bad. I understand he's still pretty far away. You know, you never know with guys until they really, really, really spend time in high A, which in this case is Lake Elsinore, or they go to double A and triple A. Once, you know, guys start getting, I mean, typically it's past the double A plateau. That's kind of where you can start saying how they're going to do. You know, even when they're in, you know, it, uh, Lake Elsinore, it's, it's still always... A shot in the dark. But Xavier Edwards has shown flashes of being pretty good. Those Janet Jackson flashes we just keep talking about. So, I mean, that's probably the piece to this puzzle that you might miss in a couple years. Especially if the uh, Padres are having problems at second base in a couple years, which they might. You know, we're probably locked down at shortstop for at least the next six years if... They keep El Nino around with, you know, um, arbitration and things like that and contract renewals and or, you know, sign him to a big extension like we've seen lately with a lot of rookies or not rookies, but a lot of younger cats. I mean, the Mariners signed one of their minor leaguers who hasn't even played a single at bat in the majors to a contract extension. So, I mean, it's they're getting younger and younger. The Braves kept Ronald Acuna around. So, you know, that might be what is on the horizon for Fernando Tatis Jr. Guys like Vlad Guerrero Jr. So, you know, time will tell. Time will tell. Hopefully, uh, good luck to Xavier. That guy's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, and, and good luck to Hunter Renfro, too. Um, I, I wish no ill upon him. Uh, I've never had the chance to meet him. Like, I've gotten a chance to meet a lot of the Padres. But, uh, you know, best of luck to him. Um... I certainly don't want this to be a situation where another Padre gets traded away to a team and just becomes irrelevant. It happens all the time. Will Venable, Chris DeNorfia, Jesse Hahn. You know, they do so well here and they get traded. You know, is it a good thing that they get traded before they kind of, you know, fizzle out? Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, I don't like seeing guys go on to not, you know, amount to things or, you know, amount to their potential. I don't wish that upon anybody. So if anybody's sitting here like, wow, man, this guy's really bashing Hunter Renfro. He just really hates the guy. I I don't hate him. I don't hate any baseball player. 
especially if they've never done anything wrong to me. Hate's a strong word. Have I disliked baseball players because they're rude to fans? Absolutely. You know, uh, we're people too, us fans. I'm not sitting here wishing evil upon his career. I, You know what? I hope he goes to Tampa Bay, and I hope that he, A, puts up the power numbers he did this year for his new team and for himself. B, can figure out the thing with the batting average, because if he does, he's probably an all-star. You know what? Uh, was it last year that he was nominated for a gold glove? Uh, let me see. Because, I mean, his defense... Yeah, he was last season. His defense has come around. His defense is a lot better than it used to be. The biggest thing I had problems with in uh, 2017 was just, you know, his quote-unquote lack of effort on some plays. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's just, you know, not the fastest guy, so he was trying as much as he could to get to that ball. It just looked like it wasn't enough when it was hitting the gap. And Giancarlo was going to second or third. I don't remember. Well, I mean, that's really all I have on this topic. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening in. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, if you guys liked what you guys heard, um, please give me uh, some kind of review on uh, Apple Music. Uh, I'm trying to grow this podcast as much as I can. So if you guys can uh, tell a friend, uh, you know, uh, post this on social media, you know, email this to a friend, text this to a friend, text a friend about the show. Um, once again, this is the Pottery Admission Podcast. My name is Fernando Mendez. This is your home for San Diego Padres uh, news, opinions, and uh, whatever else we can come up with. Uh, next week, I want to go ahead and put out another podcast about uh, Padres who just were not able to mount to anything. So whatever you want to call that episode, I want to put out another one of those. So um, go ahead and start the conversation, you know, on uh, Padres Fans Uncensored, on Padres Reddit. And uh, I'd love to go ahead and start working on part two. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, please email me at FernandoMendez2295 at gmail.com. Follow me on my Instagram if you uh, just kind of want to know what I'm up to. The Real Fernando Mendez is my Instagram. And uh, same thing with that email if you guys have any feedback for me. All right. Thank you guys very much for listening. Have a great rest of your day and enjoy this Christmas season.